I'm going to mute all. So that's why it's not satisfying. Uh, unmute yourself. I'm going to mute all right now. Okay. Go ahead and unmute yourself. You know. All right. I'm mute, unmuted. It feels similar to being muted. It's a very sublime sense. I can't feel it. Yeah. Sublime or subtle? <laughs> sublime or subtle? Sense. I don't know. Let me taste it like a like a glass of wine. <laughs> Mute. <Yeah>. Unmute. <laughs> I like the unmute because it's a form of negation, right? It's like unmuting the mute. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a belief that we're muted and then we want to get unmuted. Yeah. But this is the problem. We have a lot of beliefs that aren't true. So we're trying to get the opposite effect and it just reinforces the one we want to sort of change. Yeah, because the fact is we're not muted. Yeah, so the desire to be unmuted doesn't work. You understand that? Because then you would, you spend a lot of time in this idea of being unmuted, wanting to be uh, muted, wanting to be unmuted, yeah? So yeah, it's simple. You can use it as a good example. So this muted. And of course, maybe there's a desire to be unmuted. Yeah. Now the message of non-duality is uh, there's no muted to begin with. Yeah. You've never been muted. Yeah. It's never going to happen. You never will. You never are. You never were. And therefore your desire to be unmuted isn't producing the effect you would think, which was getting unmuted, because you're not uh, muted. You know what I mean? So you're trying to get out of a condition you're not in, which forms another condition. Yeah, it forms a condition that you want to get out of. Yeah, why? Because you're not in that condition. So trying to get out of that condition forms the condition you have to realize we're reality yes so while we're manifesting here doing all this shit if reality believes it's muted and then it has opinions about that and i'm talking about reality coming through the action figure yes yeah that so that the action figure is is the believing of unbelievable stuff the action figure is taking things that are not so to be so the action figure is truly false evidence that's appearing real and then having going to seminars about recognizing false evidence appearing real the in the head. The reaction figure. Well, the reaction figure. So yeah, the action and the reaction figure. Yes, that's the duality of it. There's the action figure and then there's a reaction to that. And there you go. So let's, so let's go with this idea there's muted. So... You don't, you just believe you're muted. So you want to get unmuted. Yeah. All right. So while you're processing, processing and trying and fighting against the mutedness with the hope of being unmuted, you're living as if you're muted. Yeah. So it doesn't mean, in a, it doesn't matter in a sense if it's true or not. You're living it as if it's true. You believe you've been muted and you want to be unmuted. And so you're spending a lot of time to become unmuted 
based on the fact that you're muted, which is not a fact. This is the whole message of non-duality. The message of non-duality is you're looking from a false reference to try to arrive at a true point, yeah? And it's the true point that's right where you think the false reference is, yeah? So attempting to leave the false reference to arrive at the true point is reinforcing the idea of the false reference, yeah? The negation of the false reference isn't. So this is what non-duality is. Non-duality to me is a negation of stuff. So non-duality isn't finally getting unmuted. It's negating the idea that it's your mood muted. Yeah, that's the whole point. It negates the idea that has launched all these ships to get to the land of unmuted. Yeah, all the while, <laughs> yes, never been unmuted. I never been whatever muted. So the this using <laughs> so when there's a belief of something that's not true, and that's your starting point, there's a lot of false evidence appears to be real. Yeah. And especially if all the information that's coming in is being collated and referenced as a false evidence appearing real, a thing. Yeah. A non-existent thing, actually. I've seen a thing without existence in it. I've seen dead things. I saw a dead uncle when I was nine years old that we call, let's say his name was Uncle Fred. I had been experiencing un Uncle Fred for about seven years. You know, he's a family member and everything. He passed away. My mother took me to the funeral and there was a casket and a wake. Yeah. And there was the body of Uncle Fred. My mother asked me if I wanted to say goodbye to Uncle Fred. I said, no, not really. But she dragged me up there. I looked in the casket and I had a hit as a little kid. That ain't Uncle Fred. Yeah, because what I was referring as Uncle Fred was really I am or existence. I was seeing existence clothed in a body and I took the body to be that which is existing. Yeah, fundamental because that's where I was from. So it was just a projection. I thought I was existing, Paul. I didn't know existence. And then there was an appearance of a body. They're not really together. Yeah. The head says the body is what's existing. Mm -hmm. So this is where usually everything starts from. And that's why there's a lot. Things just go on and on and on and on and on. Because we're not seeing, it's just like if you meet a lot of people in addiction, they think everything other than the addiction is the problem. It's their wife, their job, their lack of money. And it's like this looming elephant in the room while they're talking about all, all their targets. This is the cause. This is definitely the cause. And you see the cause because you've been under that elephant yourself. So now you have the eyes to see. So what they're yapping about, you're just you're just staring at this fucking act of addiction going, you're missing the whole point, bro. You know what I mean? And if you, so this is they're all very similar. So the idea I'm muted and I want to be unmuted because I think I have a lot to say, let's say. Okay, that's fine here because I was muted. But see, I believe a lot of shit that's not true. And I'm launching a lot of uh, desires and seeking and 
curiosity and interest from that. And non-duality has had enough, basically. It saw enough, whatever, something, and it downloaded. And now the people that were practicing all these methodologies to arrive at where they already were, were now, because of all that failing, it, it hatched a solution, which is non-duality, literally. Non-duality is the solution to the failure of spirituality as we see it, yeah? Because we see it as this, you know? Spiritual path doesn't sound right. What, what A spirit doesn't walk on a path. Spirit doesn't have any legs. Sounds like a path usually is walked by a body. So basically, even the spirituality quests are framed as a body. You got to see something's off there. So, you know, I'm going to get to the top of the spiritual mountain. What climb does a spirit climb a mountain? No, a fucking body climbs a mountain. And who said the body rolled down to the bottom? The fucking head identified as the body. So now the body has to climb to the top. <laughs> 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 and there's going to be one constant between the bottom and the top you <laughs> you're going to be there you're going to be there at the top and you're going to be at the bottom <laughs> so this whole point i feel for many of us we've gone to the perfect school we did everything there's hundreds of years of spiritual shit in this zoom i'm telling you there's like fucking resumes that should have got them into heaven years ago. What the fuck? They're still taking their secondary masters and it doesn't seem all the knowledge ain't working. Really, it's not. And they're not seeing why isn't it working? They're, they're seeing that they're upset with themselves. They shouldn't have left the guru in India. They should have stayed there. They, it's because they went, you know, they got married and all this, but no. The big elephant in the room is you are what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you were unmuted, looking for unmuted, something would be fucking wrong, obviously. What would drive unmutedness to seek unmutedness? I'm trying to follow the Zoom thing. Would be a belief that you're unmuted, obviously. So if you had a strange suspicion that all the attempts to unmute hasn't worked, maybe it's time to question, are you muted? That's okay. the whole point. Maybe the reason why you're not getting unmuted is because you're not muted. Let's put it that way. Yes? Just could be. You can go on for a long time, but maybe, you know, the spiritual bus, you you pull the emergency brake, just get out. Just get out for a second. I'm sure, all right. This is what happened with me. I had this, this trip and there's some different people here today. So I was in Australia and it's a longer story, but it was weird. My girlfriend at the time, we had broken up. And when I was with her, she made me make one promise. It was a very strange promise, and that was never to pick up a female hitchhiker. So I never did for the years we were together. But now we were broken up, and I'm driving, and there's a female hitchhiker. And here I drive, I stop and pick her up. 
And she starts telling me there's this process, there's this retreat going to happen. This is in Australia. <laughs> and it's all from a Rajneesh, you know, uh, Rajneesh uh, community. And they had this process and she was in that community and she said, you should really do it. And, you know, she was French. I liked listening to her. So I said, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I had another plan. I was going to spend the money on a round the world trip because there was a really good deal with the money and everything. So what happened is, and this is where the first time I ever heard what's looking is what you're looking for. And I saw it was supposedly attributed to St. Francis was on the brochure for this retreat thing. And I was over meditating retreats, but this was like therapeutic and I act, the action figure was fucked. You know what I mean? I was emotionally incapable of having viable relations with other people pretty much. Yeah. So I was open to maybe getting re-educated by for stuff. So somehow or another, I ended up signing up for it. And I also went around the world. <laughs> which was very cool because my head worked very much on exclusivity. Either I do this or I do that. And I've seen mostly life goes, can go very well inclusively. Yeah. I can do this and that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a simple bridge when it's blown. It's cool. Yeah. You don't think it's big, but it, it, it implies a, a, a deeper divide, you know, of this or that. You know, it's a very dualistic view, black and white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this inclusive view includes a lot more possibility. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I do this thing and they had a very cool way they did it. They're very good at therapies, the Rajneesh people. They are. And they, they, they could produce cathodic events. And how they set that cathodic event up, after a lot of sharing and everything, they would they'd clear the room and they'd put mattresses and they had a DJ and they had all these people just sitting around the circumference, didn't say anything, holding the space, which I really, that's, I really like that. I saw the power of silence. It was fucking great. Really a lot was revealed there. So you'd go off, you know, and everyone's crying and bawling. And, ah, and then people would, you know, if you're severely fucked, people would be around you and uh -huh, this and that and then this was about the sixth or seventh day yeah and uh there i was and suddenly something came over me i felt incredibly sad and i was crying and then i came and i i just started chanting you know i can never get back i felt like i had left god and then the door was locked <laughs> i couldn't get back something i had been <laughs> And all my meanderings were going to fail because I can never get back. Once I left, I could never return. And it was crying and, and this and that. And all the people that are watching the people's condition triggered on me. And I was like lifted and taken out of the room as the clearest character. All right. He's finally got, he's got it. And then uh, <laughs> after about a few days of review, I realized that whole idea of I can never get back is true, but it's, it's because I never left, you see? The, the, the weight of emotion and meaning and all this shit that was put in it by the same statement, I can never get back, meaning I did something to be able never to return, was completely different when I had, I can never get back because I never left. That's the, that, 
same statement, way one of them. It was way down with so much fucking, some of it, you know, earnestness is cool, but it has weight. Sincerity uh, misdirected is heavy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So these things that, they're, they're fucking heavy. They're not serving you. I don't feel. All right, so there's, so I can never get back. I can never get back. It was like, oh, uh, the you know, the weight of a thousand, you know, the sorrow of a thousand seekers. And oh, 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 I'm one with all of you. Yes, we can never return. We did something so heinous. I can't remember, but it must. <laughs> it was so fucked up. And this is just God playing God, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so then I get hit with the same statement. I can never get back, but hallelujah, because I never left. Uh -huh. This is the whole point to me of non-duality. The whole point of the non-duality message is captured in my sense of it is exactly that. Yeah. It's the basically the same take, but a completely different response. It's the same like, you know, I'm outmatched. I should, you know, punish. I should be doing more. No, hallelujah. I'm outmatched. I fucking surrender. You see, it's the, it's sort of the same thing, but the meaning is completely different. And one is just a disarming, a disarming. You don't believe how you're like a fireman at the station, always waiting for the fucking call. You just, there's something in there that's moving even when you're not moving, it's like just just keeps the, it's it's the truck's always idling just in case, yeah. Nothing ever gets shut down. Well, non-duality can shut a lot down. It really can. It can just sort of bring you to peace, a peace that passeth our understanding, because our understanding is I have to do something or get somewhere to have peace. Yeah, that's not the understanding that I've ran into. Peace is readily available, yeah? And you have the ability to enjoy it. You may not be enjoying it, but you have the ability. It's not a earned ability or a, or a newly found because it's lost ability. It's just a matter of emphasis. There's more interest in other shit than there is in peace, yeah? So when you start seeing how interest and attention is distributed where you are. You're not distributing it. You are what's being used to distribute it. Yeah, you are an expression. You're not a cause. This is a, in a this is an artistic endeavor. It's, it's not the mind of the artist. Yeah, it's more like the fucking the brush. So something. That's why I said it was the wildest thing and it combines with recovery because the whole uh, effect of recovery pivots on losing interest in self. Everything changes when there's a loss of interest in self. Everything doesn't change when there's an interest in self. Yeah, when there's a law and, and okay, you think that's easy, but there's warnings that have to come with it because there's an act of being identified as self that we may be agreeing with right now, yeah? That sets up a situation when you try to get out of self, it's more interest in self because you're trying to get out of self as a self, yeah? And it doesn't matter in or out, it's matter self. Whatever it's doing, in going in or going out, it doesn't matter, it's getting a lot of attention. 
That's what that's how it appears opaque and takes the idea that we're a body when you can see it as very, very translucent. It's very, very fucking bogus. Yeah. The, the presentation of a life run on self or as self. Okay, so there I was. Hey, never gonna get it was the it was definitely true. I'm never gonna get back. That was true. Yeah, but the meaning was completely different. Yeah, so I never can go get, I'm never going to be able to get back years and years of sweat and toil to make amends, or I'm never going to get back because I've never left. Eh, here you are. <laughs> You're immediately available and present to now. <laughs> I swear to God, it's just, it's just like, the attention and interest to come back doesn't take much time. It's just, it's not like you got to pull it back. As long as, as soon as you lose interest, it's pretty much the interest is available for other shit. Yeah. It's because it's not a, there's not interest and then a lot of no interest and then things pop up that you can be interested in. It's all interest. Yeah. There's all interest and attention. It's just some of it's directed where we are. And some when when you talk about presence, it's undirected interest and attention. Here we're we're living a directed life of interest and attention. And unfortunately, for many, many of us, what's the dominant director is the mental state. The mental state is directing the interest and attention. Yeah, because it's walked into the fucking firehouse, the powerhouse. And it has the thing, well, it's, I'm the one who, I own this, this is me. And so now the interest and attention goes through that fucking tunnel of selfing. Yeah. But it's easily backed out because really, I mean, feeding at that trough <laughs> hasn't been that interesting and attentive to the interest and attention. The interest and attention much rather rests in nothing interest and attention than all these miscellaneous things that don't go anywhere really but as long as all that shit's called you it's sort of like a bloodhound it's had that scent and it just goes what wherever it's about you it goes now we're weakening that you yeah we're not trying to weakening the nature of anything because that's the nature of things you're not going to win trying to change the nature of things but you can weaken uh the interest of you wins by seeing it's not you. And to me, that's what non-duality is. It just questions the doer, not the doing so much. Yeah, of course, you have to question, if you're a policeman, you're gonna question doing, so to speak. But really, I'm not a policeman. I usually was on the other end of that relationship. <laughs> and uh, so this is about I'm not the doer. Yeah, not the feel. It doesn't mean I'm not accountable or whatever. It's just a flat, flat out, doesn't mean anything. It's just I'm not that. That's all. Yeah. And then what happens after you get in the habit of not being that, you'll see the habit of being that was manufactured. And it's still attempting to be manufactured by the programming. You've just shrunken its square on the Zoom. You haven't, but life has. And now the Zoom is, it's still going on. It's still seeing Highway 101 as everyone in relation to me. It sees this. It sees in a self-centered manner. But the interest in the, and that grows tons of other miscellaneous shit from that, 
has been removed. So now there's a resting in the presence and then you have enough interest and attention to deal with whatever happens today. Yeah, yeah. And then the idea of you gets as forgotten as someone else does to an obsessive you. Yeah, you, it just gets forgotten a lot. <laughs> someone tells me, asks me how I feel. I haven't checked in for hours. Yeah, I haven't. I just, just as long I hit a certain level of okayness, you know, figuratively, action figure wise, and then basically there's not much attention going that way. And my life gets filled by what's actually happening. It's pretty good. Yeah. So you feel rich and you feel content and satisfied because you're filled up by conscious contact with what's happening instead of unconscious contact with what's not happening. Yeah. See, there's consciousness, but it can appear to be unconscious or it can appear to be conscious. It's usually based on what it's put in. So when it's put in self, it's going to appear to be conscious, but it's completely unconscious, literally. Yeah. And when it's not put in self, it becomes, it's conscious of self. Yeah. But it's extremely conscious of something other than self. Yeah. There's not much, there's no unconsciousness there. They, you see the consciousness of self as self is unconscious. Yeah. As from consciousness, you see it. Yeah, because that's what your initial starting point is. We all say, we all share the same starting point. Yeah, I don't care how you look or where you did your race. It all started at the same place. And it's all defined by the same thing here, which is here and now. Yeah, so you start realizing the head is occupied by mostly what's not happening because it can present itself as the star in past and future. It can. In the moment, there's too many of you that overwhelms that idea. But in the past, in the future, you're all forgotten and I'm the one that was at the meeting. Yeah, yes. So it loves time. Yeah, it does. And you wonder why it obsesses. It needs to obsess to reinforce the idea of self because there isn't one. So for something that isn't so to appear to be so, there's got to be a lot of work. It has to be referred constantly. <laughs> it can't stand on its own presence because it doesn't have a presence. Yeah? So it has to get, got to keep the whole system involved. Yeah, yeah. The other one, like you don't chant, I'm not that. You see you're not that. And after a while, you don't have to say shit. You just see you're not that. Because in fact, you've been seeing you're not that forever. You just needed a little understanding, just like that idea, the little understanding of that made a hallelujah of I can never get back instead of a fucking, you know, yeah. It made a hallelujah out of it. That understanding, I hope, is, is brought to you by satsang. And is rooted, I hope, in negation and in a non-duality manner. Yeah. And so, again, there's a lot of drive to get unmuted based on the belief that you're muted. We're just questioning, are you muted? Yeah. And if you aren't muted, then you're going to lose interest in unmuting. <laughs> 
I mean, just you just are. It just it doesn't. It's not personal. There's some logical uh, spigots here that just shut off with a recognition. You don't have to massage it or break the news to it. It just sees something and it's done, really. Being convinced doesn't go on and on and on and on and on in a way as an event. It becomes a fact. You've been convinced of something and that something sort of dries up. There's not much life in it anymore. So every time you go back to the grave, it hasn't risen like a fucking zombie or anything. Yeah. And so you realize you don't have to kill that uh, anything that hasn't been alive. These things were just all like imaginary ghosts. Yes. That we are entertaining to be real. Nothing. False evidence cannot appear real. It can appear. And if it appears real to what's real, it will be false evidence appearing real. Yes? But false evidence can appear, false evidence, but it cannot appear real with our, our consent, so to speak. Yeah? Or it will just be seen as false evidence. It has no ability to make itself appear real. That is us. That's our role. That's why usually the advertising campaign is presented towards you. Yeah. You're not, you know, your thoughts aren't being like broadcast on your forehead for everyone to see. You'd have to have long bangs. All right. I'm going to open myself up to you. Oh, ah! you know, I can see the thoughts you have, but you, they're playing somewhere. And you feel like an audience, don't you? Some people call it witnessing or observing, but that's your nature. You're here completely on, completely, and something's attempting to, it's like someone pitching a show to like a producer in Hollywood. We're like the producer in Hollywood listening to the show. How many years do you expect this to run? 70, okay, that's good. <laughs> Who's the star? You, all right. It's looking good to me. I want to get a lot. Of, I don't want to have the one woman, beautiful woman. I want a lot of beautiful women over the years. Okay, we can get that. I want everyone to do what I want. That we can't pull off. All right. Well, at least some people. Yeah. <laughs> so when you've lost interest, and I think a lot of like we talked about Buddhism 101, when you get hit by those uh, facts where they say, why are you? Uh, you're seeking satisfaction with, with what cannot satisfy you because why it's temporary and it's, it comes and goes. Yeah, that's the end of the of the teaching. Yeah, it's very simple because you get the teaching while you're living. You know, you try to get more, 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 and it it didn't work when you didn't have enough, and it's not working when you have more than enough. Yeah, so you. Buddhism 101 is presented almost like a scaffold and then you fill in the building because of your own experience. Yeah. Non-duality has a very unusual thing because this is a bizarro world. This is a world. It's not a world, but how we see it, we believe the horse is in front of the car. It's just because of extreme self-centeredness, but it isn't. Yeah, the whole, I mean, the horse is in front of the cart. We think the cart's in front of the horse. Yeah. Yeah. It's never been that way. It just appeared to be that way to us. 
it's always been the horses in front of the cart. Yeah, this is what happens. You're brought to a realization that certain things, no matter how you thought they were different, weren't so. Yeah, there you go. And I feel the direction is negation because you are what you're looking for. So it can't be an affirmation because affirming it would lead you astray. Negating all that that wants to find it would be the way because you are it. Yes, you see, if you weren't it, then affirming the drive to find it would be great, but you are it. So you need to negate that drive to find it because you are it. Yeah. So negation to me is the way. If there's any way, because you are what you're looking for. Negation isn't the way if you're looking for a pair of pants or something like that or a coffee, because you're not that. But you are what's looking. So if you use if what's looking is being used to look for what's looking, that needs to be negated, not affirmed. It's been affirmed enough to show us it's failed. And now it's time to fucking pull the rug from underneath it with negation. Yes. So we've seen all the affirming of, all right, I'm going to find this truth and everything hasn't worked. So you have enough of that. It's pretty tasty. You can taste it. All right. Affirming, no, no, doesn't work. Why? Because you're looking for what's looking. Yeah. So just see what's driving this idea of you to look for what it already is. And negate in negating that being you, that's all that needs to be negated is it's you. Doesn't have to go through much. Once you see it's not you, attention and interest migrates. And that change of that same statement, I'm never going to get back, that that profoundness of how that can be seen differently is the essence of the change that's going to occur in non-duality. Yeah. It's going to be very, very disarming, but it's going to be incredible. Because you're onto something, finally. You were, you were pointing east in the world of bizarro world, and it's actually west. And when the you always are confused because you get the instructions, look towards the east and you're thinking you're fucking doing it. And it ain't working because you're pointing at the west. We can't turn the east over there. <laughs> we gotta see you. Yeah, it's too big. Don't try to, don't, you're not gonna change the manufacturing of an action figure. It's not gonna get it. Yeah, the action figure is rooted on the I am being interpreted as Paul. Yeah. After it's Paul, the only way the I am is going to be uh, approached is as Paul. Yeah. So now the I am is being used to find the I am. This is the whole conundrum said it in a thousand ways, but this is the underlying assumption of non-duality. And to me, that's why negation is the way. Yeah, because affirming hasn't worked. It's worked in a lot of ways, but hasn't worked because it's been reinforcing a manufactured idea of us, not weakening the manufactured idea of us. Yeah, it hasn't. Have you seen any spiritual giants sometimes? Whoa, they're full of themselves. They are in a lot of ways. They look good, maybe. I don't know. They can stare for 30 minutes straight, but so can my dog, who's a retriever. 
if you hold the ball, that my dog will stab better than any silent person. It just doesn't move. So that fucking ball goes into a few, really, his eyes go like this. I should call him, he's going to a dog samadhi or something. (laughs) Spirit of God. I mean, people sit in meditation, never get that far. (laughs) The dog. (laughs) So, there you go. It's disarming. It's a loss of interest that you have nothing to do with. Yeah. So the presupposing, my favorite statement out of Sri Ramana. Sri Ramana didn't say, he never wrote a book. He wrote one book in his own dialect, but a lot of people that were with him wrote books about his teachings and his teachings are pretty clear you know he presented the same thing but he would say it in a lot of different ways and what always got my attention is when something he was saying was framed as the problem or the greatest mystery i figured it's important to listen to that yeah and so one of them was his statement uh is a presupposing now, what's doing the presupposing is no doer of it, but the mental activity is doing it, right? So the mental activity presupposes, in other words, it supposes something now, but makes it like historically so, yeah? So the very important, because the magic trick has time, a lot of time in it. So that's what, what that which is going to be presented to be so is presented as always being so or historical being so. So every time a doing gets acclaimed, after a while you, you are, you're presented as a historical doer, yeah? So the doing happens now, there's the mental claiming of it, and the, do, the doer arises, and that doer arises uh, drenched in this historical feeling of being the doer for the last 50 years, yeah? Powerful, potent, it's a potent magic, yeah? It is. You're not going to get out of it. You just see you're not in it. That's why it's important to see it. Because I don't believe it's important to see it if you walk out of it being the seer of it. I'm, I think it's important to see it when you see you're not the seer of it. To me, that's valuable. The other one I don't think is that valuable. Yeah, it's like, you know, being a professor of holes, yet you keep falling into holes. I mean... I would think wanting to know holes would avoid the holes. Don't you think? I don't know. It seems that would be the practicality of the knowledge, right? Unless there's a huge swath of people that are incredibly interested in holes, maybe. I'd much rather have that knowledge to avoid falling into holes. So here's this presupposing of a non-existent thing, the body. Yeah. So the assumption here is the body does not exist in and of itself. There's the breath of life gets breathed into it, whatever you want to call it. Yes, something is a, is a, is turning on the lights. Yeah. So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. What is it being presupposed to be an existing thing? Yeah. 
This is the, the unmute mute. It's the same. This is the whole point. Unmute mute. Yeah. Or mute unmute. Yeah. So the non-existent thing being supposed to be the existent thing, which is happening all day. What's reacting to this experience is reacting as if we are the one that's doing and having and seeing and feeling and being the experience when we are the vehicle of an experience. In other words, we're not the one on the ride. This is the ride. Something else is on the ride and it ain't this. This is the ride that goes on other rides. All right. So presupposing non-existent thing things existing. Yeah. So I am Paul. And Paul seems unhappy or feels I'm yearning or something more or whatever it is. So it gets irritable, restless, discontent, and it seeks salvation for Paul. Yeah, one way or another. Sometimes I sought salvation for Paul getting loaded, obviously. I sought salvation for Paul, you know, buying a Tempur-Pedic bed. It's a salvation for Paul for a lot of ways. He says, all right. If this is the case, and obviously he meant it's probably the case that this event is happening, this mental activity, then your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. What are they reinforcing the non-existent thing to be? The existing thing. So the rub of the whole equation is the the difference between an ex, a non-existent thing and an existing thing really yeah everything else is miscellaneous after that i mean either you're going to it's life's going to be seen one way or another way it's, yeah so life seen as an existent thing or life seen or light seeing the existent the non-existent thing from the existing no thing yeah so if this is the case, and he basically was saying it is the case, the practices you're doing right now are reinforcing the opposite of what you want, really. How, and then how can they destroy it? So how can, your, how can your spiritual weapons kill what isn't there? Yeah. The thing may appear, but the existence isn't there. The existence is not of thing. Yeah, it's three, it's the existence is I am. Yeah, something other than thingness. Yeah, so okay, this is what we're doing here. The assumption is I've been muted while I am not. Therefore, I desire to be unmuted. I make a big fuss. I do all this shit, and then after years and years of trying to be unmuted not realizing it's been reinforcing this belief that I'm muted. I hear the message and then it gets cleared up like that in one second. It doesn't take 80 years of reversing the message. You just see it. Wait a minute. Like I saw, uh, hey, you're using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You're using mind, big M mind to seek mind. You move, you're using light to seek light. And you can do this for eons and nothing's fucking going to happen. He didn't say fucking, I threw that in there. Nothing's going to happen, but it's pretty extreme. And I like Hwang Po a lot, hearing that he says nothing's happened if this is the case. And he's basically saying this is the case. 
So he's talking to 50 people, 100 people, but he didn't see those people. He saw the Buddha, he saw mind, he saw light. And he was hopefully getting around the person who's actually at that point is the mental obstruction. It is the fucking block, the roadblock, the body that the mental state is putting up to stop you from hearing the message as the light mind and, and the Buddha. Yeah, it wants to divert that message and not let it get to central office to the light mind and Buddha and put it into the fucking the mental activity to once again reinforce the Paul that we're not. Yeah, this does not have to stop. All you do is see it. That's all. This diagram is not about, okay, get out there and change everything. No, just see as it's going on in your own situation. See it. See, if you hear something in non-duality, its application is going to be seeing it. You're going to be aware of something that you didn't seem to be aware of, or you were aware of it, but you didn't have the other message of, on have, of I can never get back, meaning on, hey, I've never left. Yeah. So you see it in a new way and the emphasis shifts. Yeah. And if it come, if it, if you come to the end of the road and you start paving new ones, and I haven't looked for anything concerning this in years, I think that's a pretty good indication something's working. I do. Yeah. I I take it as a sound evidence that something. <laughs> Something, uh, you know, fucking just got extinguished. The fuel got cut off, something. A lot of shit dried up and has never been re-irrigated. Literally, it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, my preoccupation of getting out of here was pretty strong, really strong. And, you know, I, at the end, I the last card I was playing was the spiritual card. And I did pretty good. You know, I did my best. Had a good resume. India, Nepal, near Tibet, but not in Tibet. But right on the border. At a Tibetan monastery. Uh, got got, got an A-OK -okay from a Zen sunman. I was rolling. Yeah. I'm consumed with this idea of Paul getting better. Wow, it's unbelievable. So you will never because it's all about you. You can't. It you, your imagination. Nothing has been commandeered by this head. You can't imagine what it's like to lose interest in self. It just has to occur. Yeah, it's nothing, anything like you would ever think it would be. It's just a losing interest in shit. And now you're here without, you know, uh, you didn't work to get here. You can't leave here. Uh, you're always here. These things could not have been produced through the head. The head doesn't work on those things. It's never, never, but this, and it always reminds you on having never left. I've done these talks now, seemingly the seat assignment for years. Started sharing like 32 years ago in, in Satsa, in AA. 
Yeah. And the same feeling I had, the underlying feeling Monday nights is the same now. Now the externals are much calmer now. Because the wild animals have been tamed and not asking questions or fucking wanting to kill me. Yeah. And uh, but the same sense is the same. And this has been through thousands of different conditions in over those years. Thousands. Yeah. Yeah. This condition, you don't need to check in on this condition. First of all, there's no other condition that can check on this condition of I am. There's no other, there's not, you know, a second cousin of I am that can check in on I am. It's not like that. Yeah. At least to me, I've come to the end, which obviously was always the beginning. Yes. Or that idea of a conclusion uh, is the starting point of non-duality. It's already been concluded. You are that. Yeah. You don't have to become and you didn't unbecome. It's all appearing. You believe it may be so, but it doesn't make it so. So really, we're all awake. And here, there's basically two camps. You can seem to be awake to that idea, or you can seem to be asleep to that. But you're being awake to it as awakeness, and you're being seemingly asleep to it as awakeness. There's no changing that. Yeah? And that's very... That has a a reliance is better than an Irish grandmother, which I had because she passed away. This doesn't. I mean, I relied on my Irish mother, grandmother, loved her unbelievable. She was like a goddess to me. And then she passed away. This doesn't pass away. Yeah. Yeah. It's truly reliable. Not because it wants to be, it's nature. It's always here, always available at all times, right where you are. You know, you've gone 30 miles on the, you know, the railroad of self, you get off, it's just, you're at the same station. You never left the station. You've just believed you got on a lot of trains and they took you, but it's all an appearance. You've never gone anywhere, literally. Yeah, so. Let's just enjoy fucking today. Can we do that? No, we can't. Great. Now we'll enjoy it. This thing cannot enjoy it. It can't. So, yeah. This is the thing that I got was, again, I'll use an example in recovery. There's a statement after you should have, if you could have been gone through a lot of effects at this point, and it says, and you will notice that you've ceased fighting everyone and everything. Now, when I heard that from the head, I thought, oh, fuck, I'm going to try. I'm going to have to stop fighting everyone. There's no fucking way. I've lost again. Fuck this. You know, and I heard everything as an order, really, as a doing. Yet the description isn't a description of an effect. You would just been living a life of sobriety. And this is what happens. It allows an effect called this, which is you'll find yourself not fighting anyone or anything, even alcohol. And you'll see that the problem does not exist for you. And it's happened with no thought effort on your part. You've been placed in a position of neutrality. Talk about being disarmed. And that's not at the beginning of the book. That's as you go on in the book. So, yeah. 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 Your role in the beginning 
is a much bigger role. At the end, basically, you know, no thought effort on your part. You were placed in a position of neutrality. You didn't buy it. You didn't earn it. You didn't get there. You were placed, meaning something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. Basically, that's the constant state, really. Yeah, so, all right. Anyone have a question in the Zoom world? Paul, am I, am I muted? Uh, sometimes I hope you are, but uh, I don't think so, no, Mike. No, no I, oh, you, you're, you can read lips, right? I'm, I know I'm still muted. Are you? <laughs> no, I guess I heard it, so you mustn't be muted. Yeah. Oh, no, you're just trying, you're trying to reassure me, right? And trying to, <laughs> so that I affirm myself into being unmuted? <laughs> I think, no, I have compassion. I think you've gone on that route long enough. You've always been unmuted, Mike. <laughs> oh, you're just being nice now. <laughs> but you're good at reading lips. You're very special. No, uh, you well, you are very special, Mike. <laughs> uh, you got two hands up. Uh, Esther. Oh, Hi, Esther. Esther. Esther, how are you? Good. I am. Um... Can you hear her? Um speak up a little louder, Esther, if you can. Okay. Um, so I've been meditating on an idea that um, my sinlessness is guaranteed by God, by God or my guiltlessness is guaranteed by God. Guiltlessness is guaranteed by God. Can you hear me? No, I just heard a motorcycle. Oh, no. <laughs> but I Sorry. heard by God. So you're praying, you're meditating and then praying something and then by God. What? That my guiltlessness is guaranteed by God. That your illness? Guiltlessness. Is, oh, oh, your guiltlessness is guaranteed by God. And what I'm hearing is that that may be reinforcing a non-existing thing. Well, that's what you need to find out. If the shoe fits, walk on it with it up for a while. I think it may be true in your condition, yes. Don't you see your dis intense desire to change something is, is a reflection of believing it's in a shape already? And maybe it's not in that shape you think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just it's that, it's just that the, um, there, what happens is there's an autom there's an automatic thinking a certain way, like the, like the head does. And, and then the feedback is that I, 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 to the extreme that I want to kill myself. And then, um, and it feels like there, there has to be some kind of real idea placed in my mind to be, to, 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 to see that, to let the mood pass without acting on it. Yes, that's a belief, yeah. Hey, if that's the case, honey, then like the Sufis do, call the call that which is the beloved and, and know you're in good hands, yeah? Mm -hmm. And turn your your life, its, its length and its duration over to the care of that power, anything other than you, yeah? If that's the case. If you start seeing that, 
your hell-bentness of getting out of something is giving uh, a real meaning of being in something, then let that play, you know, uh, ask for the next card in that hand. Yeah, see what it tells you. Obviously, that which is telling you to kill yourself hasn't succeeded. You're still here. So what does that demonstrate? A lack of power, yes? Well, it felt like time went by and that a mood passed and then things were seen completely differently. So then maybe you shouldn't believe, you know, any fucking way things are seen in, in any little mood because they seem to change, yes? Yes. So why not, instead of uh, responding from, to one to the other, take a look at it all and see, really, it's much ado about nothing, usually. <laughs> yeah, and Esther keeps on going, and life has a plan for Esther, and that's not to terminate herself today. And uh, your little head can't override that. Why don't you admit that? Instead of living in the fear that it's going to win, it hasn't, it's not on a winning streak. You've been alive since you, I've seen you on this Zoom for a couple of years. Yeah. And this thing has said it wants to kill you. It's pretty fucking lame. You can't terminate it. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if someone said, I'm going to kill you. And after four years, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the threat so fucking seriously. You know, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. The first time, yeah. But after four years, fuck it. Yeah. But the um, like the um, the I. There seems to be a need. Who has that need? Yeah, exactly. I. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just stop the whole thing about the need and just ask who is it that seems to have the need? Okay. If it isn't you. Mm -hmm. It's not so needy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes in a way, the head is our own worst enemy because it takes over our like sincere desire just to be okay and just mutates like a fungus on it, mm -hmm. like a mold grows on it. Yeah. And then It's almost like uh, when I got out, came, got sober and stuff, I felt in a weird way, my listening to the head was like tithing to the great God of fear. And if I would just be afraid of fucking small, stupid little things, the big fucking foot from the sky wouldn't squish me. It was like an extortion racket. It was really fucking weird. And then you could sort of put my foot down and say, that's it. That's fucking it, you know? So this thing is saying it's going to kill you for years. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, whatever you're not hearing, the silence, I'm going to keep you alive, is winning out. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You don't need to talk about that, which is I'm keeping you alive, but rest in it. And that gives you the invulnerability to the, the attack thoughts that are, I am going to I kill you or whatever. Yeah. 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 If you're, you know, the course, there's that statement. One of the lessons, my attack thoughts and 
my is very important there. My attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability. Now, from the side of invulnerability, would you be afraid of any attack? No. No, obviously, because the basis is you're invulnerable. <laughs> so <laughs> the attacks would be fucking, they would be entertainment, com comedy routines, yes? Like uh, Monty Python shit because you're sitting in invulnerability. So this thing has been yelling at your wall of invulnerability. I'm going to kill you for four years. Yeah. yeah. So. See, sometimes, Esther, we can be so sure of something. Yeah. But it's it's producing an unsureness in you. I feel you're very powerful, and something, and it's not you personally. Everyone is, but the power exhibits by the misdirection it's being used to. Yeah, this thing fucking ripping you a new one every day, is, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, and I was really hoping that you and I and all of us together would, you know, get familiar with a state of not taking the self so seriously. Yeah. It's a real joy in there. And if you admit you can't do that, but we are and sit with us and don't let everything be pointed at Esther, you know, just open up, allow that, the aperture to open up and include more. And maybe they'll be, that's the real bomb, B-A-L-M, the underlying Esther really needs for that surface skin disease of estering, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's my humble diagnosis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've met, I've met minds very much like yours, Esther. I have many, many times. Your seriousness is part of the killing you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to fucking chill out a little. Like set out on a course and not do all the steps you thought you were going to do mm -hmm. in a month and be okay. Yeah. Don't do the 365th lesson. Go all the way to 364 so you can't say you did the year lesson. Just fuck with it a little bit. Because it's fucking with you all day. Start fucking with it. Seriously, you gotta sort of. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yes. You've been melted many times here, Esther. I've seen you. I've seen that little dammed up water flow. Yeah. Yeah. Have a memory of that because the head doesn't. It doesn't want to remember that at all. It wants to remember it's been yelling at you, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, there's so yeah. much more that can be remembered. You've been pretty fucking good when I've seen you lately. Yes, yes. I, to, the last couple of days I've been very good, but this week... No, but, don't know. Let's oh, stop no. right past. Uh, okay. We're ending this thing right there. Yeah. State the last thing, the last couple of days you've been very good? Yes. Period. Period. Yeah, no but. That's the beginning of the fucking world. Thank you. It's nice to see you, Esther. And I yeah. and who's to say you're not going to have more days that are going to be good? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. 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 That's right. So, yeah. If you want to get a tape from me of playing, instead of, I'm never going to say, I'm going to kill you. That's the, yeah, you're going to play that as a combat of the other tape. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy you're here, Esther. I'm happy. Uh, yeah. Just happy you're here. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here too. Thank you. Anyone else in there? Yeah, Tobias and uh, and Pear and Dog. Tobias and Erin. Oh. Yeah, I forgot to change the, the name. So uh, this is awesome. You're uh, being so brutally loving, lovingly brutal. Fucking awesome. Um, funny you mentioned the Huang Po because I, for the last three days, have been reading bourbon out of On Having Never Left, and it's landing differently. Like, it's interesting how different aspects of this are illuminating other aspects of this. And if there's, you know, if this is a verbing, if this isn't a dream, it's a dreaming, there are no memories, there's only remembering. And there, there's, there's no fantasies or projecting in, projections into the future. There's only a projecting done by what? A whiff of, you know, uh, this sense of self. And it's just been just landing deeper. The repetition is working. It's like, ah. And related to this, I've been feeling a lot of like, raw pain, sadness, but I'm not, it's not taken personally. I'm not owning it. It just fucking hurts. And, uh, and it passes. And it's just, uh, awesome. So to, uh, the, the Huang Po quote before the, that, the verbing is like, you know, you will come to see all these eons of striving and accomplishment as nothing more than a dream. It's just like, okay, I'm just going to pretend this guy's telling the truth as if he actually knows. Like, okay, I'm a, I'm a verb. I'm a verbing. Great. It's, it's pretty easy to travel lighter this way. So thank you for repeating the facts, the, the facting. Well, repetition is helpful here. Yes, for sure. Here, it's helpful. In time. Yeah, for sure. The head's repeating constantly. So you got to sort of use the poison as an antidote. Yeah. So like homeopathics. All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you. It's nice to see Aaron. Thank you. There's my friend Mark Fortin there. That's, is that Zen Mark? It is Zen Mark, huh? Zen Mark, yes. Zen Mark is showing Mark. Up. He's taken. He's now. He is muted. He is and muted. Want to keep him? Want to keep muted, Mark? <laughs> Do you mean me? Which Mark? Is it me? No, Mark, somebody else. Mark, Mark Fortin. Okay, he's an old friend of the of Zen Bitch Lab. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Mark, you're still trying to speak. <laughs> uh, let him stay. Keep him. Deep. <laughs>
I don't have many times that I have power of a mark, so I want to I want to abuse it right now. <laughs> That's right, bro. Yeah, don't mess with the master. All right, anyone else there? I can't see anything. Anyway, well, we'll start saying goodbye. We're gonna go to coffee, everyone here, if you like. Chris B said it said bye in chat. Oh, bye. great. Great. Well, listen, let me say, Aaron Tobias, nice to see you again. Yeah, just it seems to be working with you. Yeah. Mike, thank you for the service, bro. I'll talk with you before I leave. But I, I think right now we should just have Saturdays and then other things will be announced. Some of the third, you know, some of the Tuesday, Thursdays I can do, but I just don't know when yet. All right. But just have Saturdays are going to be. Uh, on unless for, unless we say they're not Saturday night this yeah oh yeah and your and your meetings that you have in Italy you could since they um since Zoom will automatically record it instead yeah. of trying to do it on your phone maybe if you have good Wi-Fi just do Zoom all right. go to the cloud and anybody that wants to that happens to be up could join all right yeah we'll do Zoom for sure okay good yeah great. All right, we got. Uh... I'm unmuted. Quiet. Would say Mark Nelson. Nice to see you. Uh, Vlad. Hey Vlad, I'll see you in a week or so. Fantastic. Esther, take it easy, Esther. Yeah, we're gonna talk to you. Every day from Italy, we're going to put something out on Zoom. All right, we have, uh, I can't see this one. So Chris H, we've got Sherry. Sherry, she's coming to uh, uh, Italy. Very nice. Steve, San Diego, Mark Fortin, forever muted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> unmuted <laughs> forever muted you can't see can't imagine relief <laughs> i'm seeing some some from the right here <laughs> Tariq from Tariq from dover robbie nice to see you, robbie thank you rico a man of his word nice to see you, rico mike uh mike g i can't really see everyone hold on i gotta go in the... i can't see you out there what <laughs> all right mike g nice to see you mike oh down from la all right david bitterman uh dana thank you for your nice thing dana dana kerry was the one who sent you the book so but thank you for the nice uh, okay birds Okay. Shannon Corkery. Roman. I'll see Roman uh, October 3rd, I think. Mia. Yes. She's still down. She's still in San Diego. See you soon. Suzanne. Nice to see Miss M. Thank Mickey. you. Nice to see you. Yes. Mickey. Matriarch Madeira. Mika. Our friend in Finland. J.A. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, we got Zoe, Kelly, 
Robert, Cassandra, I got you. Thank you for that nice card you gave me. And uh, yeah, the, I think I'm going to buy some coffee with it. Uh, great. Enjoy. Yes. Thank you. Jane, Mill Valley, Andre, Oliver, Berlin, Berlin, Andrew. Uh, I don't know who this is. I can't get the word. Deruv or something? Yes. Mickey, Suzanne, I think I have everyone. If I missed you, Zoe. Uh, oh, there's Sonia. Rick Rowe. iPhone, someone. Nice to see you. Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, how are you? All right? All right, good. We got Stacy. Oh, Stacy from L.A. Hi, Paul. Chris Thank says you. hello. Chris. Oh, hi, guys. Miss you all. Very nice to see you, Stacy. Give me a call if you like. I... Yeah. Kathleen. Kathleen is coming to uh, Italy. <laughs> That's a trip. Mia, Kathleen's coming to Italy. Very nice. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. If I missed you, I'll see you soon. Stacy, do call me, all right? Tonight or something. All right. Bye-bye, Mike. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah.